Hey there, just wanted to hop on before the show to say that while editing the first few episodes, we definitely noticed some room for improvement, especially with the technical side. Since then, we have made some changes in the right direction. But that being said, these are still some great interviews and we hope you enjoy them regardless. A few of those improvements being a few foul words along the way, so sorry mom. Hey everyone, I'm Sierra. And I'm Elijah. And this is... Nomadic Nomadic Living, a new weekly podcast all about seasonal working and the interesting folks you meet along the way. So join us each week as we interview new guests to learn all about them and their personal experiences with seasonal work. Thank you all so much for listening. And now let's get into this week's show. We're now here with Marcia. We've been here at Pisca for over about two months now. She's one of the first people we took a liking to, and she's just grown in our hearts ever since. So one of the first questions we want to ask is, what is it that you do here at Pisca? Well, hello. Thank, thank, I mean, first, before I even answer that, I just need to tell you guys how excited I am to be here to do yeah. this. <laughs> this is, <laughs> I, I mean, a long time ago, I did something similar for a girl who was doing a photojournalism class. Oh, cool. Um, long, long time ago. <laughs> but when you came up to me, Sierra, and asked me to do this, I just, inside, I was like doing somersaults. I'm like, oh my God, people oh, like me. I love <laughs> it. <laughs> oh, we love you. We love you so much. So, um, no, here at Pisgah, I am the pantry supervisor. Um, I, I'm number one salad tosser on the mountain, man. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. I can get, I can, uh, testify. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> she whips that salad, boy. Um, no, Paul said, Paul says he loves coming back there when I'm making the salad mix and doing the house salads first thing in the morning. Cause if you guys have noticed working breakfast, when I'm doing that, I've got like, I'm like elbows deep mixing the salad, getting it mixed. So it's mixed just right. Yes. You know, no, uh, the pantry supervisor, I, I make salads, I make cold wraps, I, cold foods, desserts, yeah. beer and wine. Just, Easy stuff. It's a vacation station. Yeah. Nice. Yes, I love nice. it. It's a vacation station. And I work by myself most days. And Ian oh, trusts great. me so well. Excuse me, Chef trusts me so well yeah. that I he leaves me alone. Nice. He'll talk to me about ordering or something like that or something specific if he wants me to change it. But other than that, he leaves me alone. It's my kitchen. He leaves me. It's oh, Marsha's wow. pantry. Great. If Marsha's not happy, nobody's happy. That's right. <laughs> She's not lying. That's Marsha's pantry. <laughs> I love it. So yeah. is this your first year doing that here? Did you get hired on as a pantry supervisor? Or No. Um, actually, I started in 2016 as a lowly oh, wow. grunt. Um, <laughs> I was grunt. the one who was giving everybody days off. I was working opening, closing, split shifts. Oh, um, that kind of. Yeah. I was kind of going back and forth to give the head people then yeah. the, their time off and their set schedules. Right. Um, which is one thing that I really do enjoy about it up here is nine times out of ten my schedule is set. It hasn't been the last few weeks, but it is a first in many years. Yeah. So I, I like the consistency with that. It helps me. I know when I'm working, so I know what hours I can be out playing and hanging out with family and what For I can sure. do nice. and what I can yeah. plan and when I can plan yes, it. That's so huge. being able to plan, you, y'all you know, I mean, being in the service industry, mm-hmm. being able to plan in advance yeah. sucks. Yeah. And I was career front of the house. 
before I became kitchen. I I spent 25 years as a hostess slash server. Oh, no wow. Kidding. I had yeah. no idea. Oh, I was, I was a love. server's captain at a fine dining restaurant for 10 years. Really? Holy crap. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah. like we said earlier, you know, that whole longevity in the service industry mm-hmm. is really not heard of. It's one of those industries where mm-hmm. you can job hop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can 100%. go from one one restaurant to the next because servers and cooks are a dime a dozen. Yeah. yeah. You lose one, you got three more around the corner nope. wanting the job. Yes, that's exactly. Very true. So that's longevity in this business is is something to speak of. Yeah, that's true. And that's, that's why I true. can give y'all so much shit is because I have been front of the house. I know how front of the house works. Y'all can't tell me nothing. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, that's so great because I feel like the majority of the time, the kitchen doesn't really get the concept of being out front. They, they think don't. it is. It's, so it's it's so great to know that you do. I know that's so awesome because it is. That's a that's a big thing to get to know the differences because we don't know what it's like to be in the kitchen. Or I know you've had a little kitchen work. Yeah, I've done kitchen work, but I've never done kitchen work where, you know, someone's coming up and asking me for orders constantly. Desserts are coming in, drinks are coming in. My kitchen work was more of like prep work. And and then I did work at a place that I was the fry side, like at a similar job. Oh, fry side's always fun. Yeah, so it was chill. It was like <laughs> three orders of fried greens. This, but we would have to go do that. We would hand batter our fried green tomatoes on command. So we'd have to put gloves on, and they would get caked on with the batter. Yep. And we have to. I've worked at places like that where yeah. fry side. You know, we did like these fried uh, red onion straws. You know, you're shaving the red onion and then just battering it with flour. Yeah. But because the onion straws are shaved thin. There's 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 wetness there's there's yeah. liquid yeah. in the pan so you like your hands are getting wet you're dipping it in the batter yeah. you're coming out you just got yes yeah, it's all over oh you my God. and it's per order then it's like oh I need three of those and then by I'm, the end of the night you look like you've had a fight with a coke bag hundred <laughs> percent and you lost for sure we would do the uh, the uh, bl- onion blossoms. Oh, Those were yeah. a pain in the butt. Yes. They would be just dipped. Dip. Yeah, I can't imagine. So that. I had a little bit of kitchen work, but when I think about when I put myself in y'all's positions, I can I have my you know fair respect for sure because I'm like, dude, I understand that feeling and that, and I understand it. And when I see y'all doing prep work and getting it all done, it's just like because when I would come into it was kind of like if you've ever heard of Cadoba, it's like a Mexican um, subway. You come no. up and you make like bowls, quesadillas. So like Chipotle. Oh, that's what I meant. I said, yeah, Chipotle. That's I think that's what I meant to say. It's like Chipotle, but it was home-owned, and I was like the uh, prep cook for everything, so all the meats, the guacamole, the pico. But I would come in every day, and there'd be a dry erase board, and it would say four picos, eight verdes, this habanero, and be like, damn it. Or it would be like pico, and I would know I would have to dice like 68 tomatoes, oh. you know, eight jalapenos, Four onions. It's, it's nice that all that stuff is done uh, fresh, though. Yes, it's true. But to, but to, I put myself in that, per- and I under, I remember that feeling of being like, here we go again. Yep. Die, and to be do in the it. middle of doing that, that's what I think about a lot of the time with you, Marsha, is that I know you're back there prepping. You're doing the trout you're doing for the rainbow trout appetizers. You're doing making the salads, doing all the other prep stuff, and we'll come back and we'll ask you for something. And it's like, crap, I feel so. That's stressful to be in the middle of doing something. You know, you have to get them for yeah. the end of the shift. And then you have to stop and do what the server needs at the moment or any of the entrees that get ordered and you have to make and all that. I've been trying to work on that. I mean, because it's been that way forever. I mean, this is not my first season here. Sorry, you did ask me that question. I apologize. We kind of got. Oh, yeah, that's good. But that's good. Let's get back to that. So I have actually been here since 2016. 2016 was my first season here. I got here Fourth of July weekend. Wow. Yes. Fourth of July weekend. 
And let me tell you, my husband was not happy. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> no, because we were living in Spartanburg. And I found the job, and I moved up here into housing with my best friend. Oh, They nice. didn't like each other. So it just, it <laughs> it just added out. a pressure. Um, <laughs> Is that no. with Spartanburg in North Carolina? No, Spartanburg, South Carolina. South Carolina, okay. okay. Just We're pretty new Greenville. to the area, so we need yeah. a little help with that. Okay. So uh, are you familiar with Greenville, South Carolina? We And this is embarrassing just for anyone listening. Mr. Beast, he's a huge YouTuber. I don't watch him much. He's a kid YouTuber, but he's got like billions of followers. He's randomly from there. Really? And I'm, I, I've known that, and now I'm randomly living here, and you're talking about it. But had had uh, he not, I would have never known that town. Yeah. I, that's, actually where I'm, that's actually where my daughter lives. She lives in the Berea area. Oh, cool. Oh, and nice. that's where I was at last night. Oh, cool. Before driving back this morning. <laughs> is, it a, um, is it worth us visiting? Definitely. Greenville is definitely a city that uh, has grown over the last couple of decades. I heard that downtown was badass. Is that true? Downtown is badass. The Riverwalk, you can't beat it. Okay. Oh, nice. Restaurants, we'll shopping. I highly recommend it. Okay. Um, if you'd rather do some of the outskirts, yeah. I'm going to do a shout-out to a restaurant, if that's nice. okay. Nice, absolutely. Um, shout um, shout them all There's out. a tandem in Traveler's Rest. Okay. So during the pandemic, I guess, because, you know, everybody had to adjust. Yeah. Everybody had to adjust yeah. on how is this business going to move forward uh-huh. right. and we can still provide for our employees. So um, they, you now order at a bus outside. It looks like a little minivan. Like, ah. like a, a Volkswagen bus. Slight adjustment. You're doing great. Keep it Thanks. up right there. Yep. Um, and you order there, and then you pick. They, you can either sit outside or sit inside, and somebody brings you your food. Oh, that's cool. But it's a crepe place. They do crepes. <gasps> yes, of oh, all kinds. Nice. Of all kinds. Breakfast crepes, lunch crepes. I had oh, the Mediterranean, awesome. and it was delicious. Ooh. Oh my god. Wow. Thank you, Tandem. It was awesome. <laughs> um, it, 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 now we want our royalties. <laughs> What <laughs> <laughs> are these But it's a great place. Um, That's awesome. Have you oh, seen I'm Talladega Nights sure. whenever they say he makes him say that he loves crepes and he doesn't say it and he breaks his arm? He's like, it's like just little tiny pancakes. I had a whole heap of them this morning. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, nope, not going to say it. Go ahead and break my arm. Yep, not going to say it. <laughs> tiny little pancakes, yeah. which really they are. They're just really yeah. thin pancakes. It's all crepe sauce. That yeah. sounds great. But they can be delicious. Yeah. Um, no, oh, I've so been you here. were from Spartanburg. So, yeah, I'm from moved Spartanburg. Up here moved up with your here. best friend. Roman with my best friend because I needed a job. I'd been out of work for about two months. Okay. Um, lost my job. Did like 50 interviews. Sent out my resume to everybody. Oh, wow. Nobody would hire me. Oh, man. Were Nobody you specifically looking for, were you still in the serving stage then, or were you already in the kitchen? Oh, by, by 2016, I had already been in the kitchens for eight, almost ten years. Oh, okay. nice, nice, okay. Um, you know, University of Life, school, I had to pay my rent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I made it all the way to management. Nice. Oh, that's, yes, that's I was good. a kitchen manager for one restaurant chain. Won't make any mentions of the name you know who you are crg <laughs> um anyways so i made it to kitchen ma- i made it to kitchen manager and um you know there's two sides there, there's three sides you know there's your side my side and the truth yeah, yeah. you know there's, there's three sides to every story and my side of that story is i'm not a part of the good old boys club i'm not a good old boy i was raised in the south by a good 
Christian family. Praise God. Praise Southern holiness. Yeah. You know, going to beat that Bible. Yank, right. yank, on, yank on that Thump snakes. it. Let's go. Yep. Let's do it. You know, um, John three sixteen. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, and as for me and my house, we shall worship the Lord. That's right. Come on. Uh, I can preach I mean, on that, but, but I'm I mean, not going to. Yeah, my dad was also a single dad, so I was raised all over the world. Um, so oh, I wow. have I have been exposed to many, many walks of life. Wow. And I feel like I don't have a formal education. I didn't go to college. Yeah. Uh, I went into the workforce straight out of high school. But I am worldly educated. Yeah. Yeah. And... Damn it, man, the service industry is great, but I'm not a good old boy here in the South. Yeah. I, I don't, I can't measure dicks with anybody. I can't, doesn't matter how hard I work yeah. or how nice I am. If I'm like one of the guys, I'm liked, but I'm not respected. Okay. Mm. And if I work just as hard, but act like I want to be liked, I'm still not respected. It's, it's just, it, it's the difficulties that I have had, A, being raised by a single father. So technically I'm a dude with a twat. And, <laughs> you know, I mean. I love you, Marcia. I just, <laughs> a DWT. I'm just a DWT. I'm just a double girl. Just a double girl with a DWT. <laughs> you know, so, but, so I can think logically. I can, I can hang with the guys and I can, I can, I work hard. Yeah. I'm not scared yeah, to do. climb up on a rack and grab down what I need. Do I need your help? No. Yeah. Do I want your help? Fuck yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need it. I'll do it. I'm just, I am a strong, independent woman. Come on. I can do it. Yes, Lord. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that a lot of times. There's a lot of times I could do something, I'm like, but a but lot of times I could do it easier. I was say, but I respect that, but do I want to do it? No. Yeah, yeah, but exactly. I do get the other side of it. You're definitely yeah. capable. Yes. And no, I became pantry supervisor in 2019. No. Oh, okay. No, 17. 17. So nice, the young lady, yeah. So the young lady, so I had only been here for the one season. I came back the next, and the young lady that trained me, um, she she spotted my stardom in the beginning, and she started like just putting everything on me, nice. not yeah. not blaming her because she was a workhorse. Yeah. She did just as much as I did. Mm-hmm. Nice. And between the two of us, we rocked it. Yeah. And then 2018 was a, what's the word I'm looking for? A very traumatic year for several people and it just we weren't the same when we came back in 2019 and she actually refused to come back oh Oh, really so and that's when technically everything fell on me and i've been pantry bitch since oh man (laughs) jeez has there been as each year does it get like any different or harder is it pretty equal each year i don't know piss this place <laughs> is unlike any other seasonal job or a regular job you will ever have. I have noticed here that it's politics. Oh. It's, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Mm. And it's not who you work for, but which one of them actually likes you. Yeah. Uh, see, I've heard that from a few people, actually, and I hate that. That's kind of... I don't, I don't really enjoy that. I enjoy a lot of other things, but that bothers me in a workplace. Yeah, the favoritism here the favoritism here can sometimes be blatant. Yeah. It really can. And if you happen to be a favorite and you fuck up, then, well, 
the cold shoulder is obvious. Yeah. Let's just put it that way. That's, that's the only way I know how to explain it. Yeah. Right. So you that. said something about working other seasonal jobs just now at this specific one. So what, what other seasonal jobs have you done? Um, well, mind you, I first found out about seasonal work like 2006, 2007. Okay. Oh, wow. But wow. my daughter was still in high school. Oh, or getting ready to start oh, okay. high school. And I I know how I felt at that age. We had done a lot. Of, I had done a lot of the same to her that got done to me as a child with the military, moving around, not being stable, not being in one place. Mm. Yeah. So when she started high school, I promised her that's where we would stay. Wow. And I'm not going to go traveling while she's getting ready for the prom and, yeah. and homecoming yeah. yeah and and did her first beauty pageant oh. you know oh, yes fun. she did she did she's done like two or three oh. that's awesome she never placed but beautiful that's anyway okay um god bless her so that's yes awesome. she did um she just she so wanted funny. to feel like she was a part of the crowd and when we that's great when we first moved to spartanburg it's the longest place we had ever lived Wow. And she made lifelong friendships there. And oh, I'm yes. thankful for that. That's, That's wonderful. Yeah. So that she's able to have that. But so I didn't do it. I mean, I got I got a job at a dude ranch in Montana. Really? But I had to turn it down because I really sat down and, and kind of had a heart to heart with myself is, do I really want to be gone when she really needs me the most? Yeah. yeah high know? school is emotional. Fights oh with your God. best friend. I'm still in high school. Mentally, boyfriend. I'm still in high school. <laughs> <laughs> you know, fuck them people. They're all yeah. assholes. The reunion's coming up, and it's all on Facebook, and I just want to tell them all to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I feel it. I you weren't my friends. You weren't my friends back then. Yeah. You all didn't give two shits about me back then. Yeah. Why should I bother to go see how fucked up y'all's lives are yeah. 30 years later? <laughs> 30 Fair years enough. later? Yes, I graduated high school 30, 30 years ago. Oh, oh wow. Actually, I'm sorry. No, I dropped out of high school 30 years ago. I walked out of high school one month before graduation. Unreal. Oh, wow. My dad did a very similar thing. I think it was two months before. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that was back before, you, but, you know, all, all of our time. But that's a crazy thought, you know. You went, you went. I mean, I'm this close. I'm this close. You're right yeah, there. To getting what society says I have to have. Society, society, yeah. Society, shishmai. But look at you 30 years later. You made it. You're doing a great thing. You didn't need I that. Am. And you've I got, mean, some, I've got some great kids. I've got one great kid. The other oh, one, not bad. so much. Okay. <laughs> um, God bless it. Long story. God bless her. I hope that she's healthy, happy, and safe. And that's yeah. all I can ask for her. Sure. Um... But I got one great kid, and she's awesome, and I'm actually shocked because we kind of grew great. up together. Um, I was a young mom. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. mind you, I graduated high school, should have graduated high school 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. My youngest daughter turned 29 on the 23rd of July. Shut up. That's crazy. Yep. And my oldest turns 31 this coming week oh wow wow that's like similar to my mom actually i'm trying to think of the actual oh, she had me at 16 but then she had my brother less than two years later yes. so it's like it's similar and that's how i feel like we grew up together too kind of like yep I mean, like she was learning weeks, about herself there's like two three weeks where they're they're almost not quite but almost two years apart wow yeah, yeah. that's crazy yeah. yeah and it's, it's it must be a tough thing 
Like, I've never really overly talked to my mom about it, but I've watched as she, you know, she, I was mad at her, you know, growing up a bit about some things she did. But then I realized, dude, you're, you're my age with two kids. What in tarnation? Yep. I could never, I could yeah. never right now. So it's, it's like, bless And heart. actually, I was your age with one child. Okay. So I was, I was messed up. I was so messed up. There were so many things going on in my life, and it was based on trauma. Yeah. And different yeah. things that I was running. And I look back on it, and I know it, why I did the things that I did. Yeah. yeah. I do. But I ended up um, letting my mother and my family take care of my oldest. Okay, yeah. And when I became pregnant with my youngest, well, of course, he said he was going to be there. His family said they would help. Yeah, and then a year and a half later, her and I are on our own. Oh. And it was like that up until she graduated. Oh man! And now she has actually got she's got two wonderful children. She's got a great co-parent in her life. Nice. Um, you know, they they are best friends. You that's know, that's so wonderful. It's such a great thing. To they be are, with. you know, and and they kind of came up the same way. You know, um, it was rough. I was not the greatest of moms. I wasn't. I will never get world's greatest mom award. I won't. Mm -hmm. um, but. Having her in my life, I think, kept me from losing my shit completely. Yeah. Because I'd it's been a couple of times, you know, and, and I don't know, I can't say that it's the same for everybody. I can only assume that there are people who have been through trauma, whether it's in their childhood or their, their early teenage years or whenever that trauma happened, that in their early adulthood, they're still kind of screwed in the head and they don't know one end from the other. Yeah. Yeah. So most of the decisions they make are based out of a fear or longing response. Yeah. You know, it's like I'm looking for something to fill this hole or this void or I'm looking for something to keep me from remembering this. Those yeah. are the only two reasons people do the shit that they do. Yeah. No, definitely. I, I agree with that. So, but no, I'm, I'm, the restaurant business has been my whole life. Yeah. My whole life. I just, I just think about always the decisions we make to get to where we are today and, you know, the people that we meet, the people that we meet and everything that, and so it's just crazy to think about everything that me and Sierra have done to lead us to this moment to get to meet you and talk to you and hear your story. I love, I don't know, there's something about hearing, I love hearing your story so much and it's just, I don't know. There's something I feel like we're in the right place at the right time. We're at the, the right. Reasons in our right. lifetime, my friend. Yeah, no, definitely. You know, and it it and I'm not going to say that it's serendipitous. I just things happen the way they happen, the way they're supposed to happen yeah. when they're supposed to happen. Right. For the exact reason they're supposed to happen. A hundred percent. No, so in, in, in the 2006-ish, when was it when you first heard about seasonal work? So I was about 2006, 2007. Actually, it was before then. I was actually, believe it or not, it was the one time I tried to get away from the service industry, but it was still the service industry. <laughs> um, I was a live-in nanny for two years. In oh, the DC. Yes. I've always been intrigued by that. Oh, and it was funny because she was French Canadian and she oh. was okay on the days that she was Canadian, <laughs> but on the days that she was French, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, married to an American man. Um, That's awesome. Had a son that I took care of. Uh, yeah, lived with a family, worked in the house for two years. Wow. Um, wonderful. And I fucked that up. That was my fault completely, 100% my fault. Um, but I was allowed to take my Sierra with me. 
Oh, cool. Yes, nice. and we both had our own rooms. It was like a master suite. Had a bedroom, entire full bathroom, all to yourself. Wow. And we both had that. Wow. That's and crazy. and mind you, we had come from service captain for a fine dining mm-hmm. restaurant, uh-huh. and I'm struggling. Yeah. So I've been an alcoholic my whole life. Sure. And I come from a long line of them, okay? Yeah. But mama didn't raise no quitter. So. <laughs> <laughs> come on. Every, everything in moderation, my friend. Everything in moderation. Um, but no, we had had a hard life. I mean, the moving around, the lack of money, um, seeing her half-sister get everything on a silver platter from my mm-hmm. family yeah. and her and I are struggling to make ends meet where I'm trying to make different meals out of ramen noodles yeah. Yeah. just so she can eat. And she's wondering why we can't go to McDonald's every night like her sister does, mm. uh. you know? So, um, we had, we, we had it rough. And then here comes this woman and offers me a job at the restaurant. I waited on her and her mother and a few friends at the restaurant. Oh, wow. And mind you, I told you, she's French Canadian. Yeah. Nobody else in the world, other than the United States, tips. Oh, everywhere yeah. else. Yeah, uh-huh. Everywhere else, they pay their servers. And if you try to tip them, they get offended. Wow. Because they're like, I'm sorry, I make enough money. I don't need your charity. Kind of wow. kind of like that, yeah. you know? Okay. That, yeah. yeah, exactly. So she's French Canadian. She realizes she's in the U.S. and she's tipping on the food. For a French Canadian to actually tip on the booze, yeah, is unheard of. Really? Because she 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 had the meals on one, uh-huh. and then she had all the booze on a separate check. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. And but she tipped me on both checks. Oh, oh my! This is how much she wanted me to come work for her. Wow. She gave me extra money just because she wanted me to come work for her, and told me that my daughter could come with me. Wow! Now we were what living. Yeah, we were living. I want to say, okay, without traffic, we were 20 miles from Fairfax, Virginia. Oh, man. Okay. We were living in the D.C. area. We were right outside D.C. Oh, wow. my. Uh, Manassas, Gainesville area. Oh, okay. So very, um, I'm going to say, you know, every, every city has its poor sections. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every, every yeah. city has its low-income housing. Mm-hmm. Sure. It does. These people now. <laughs> okay, these people, I mean, the house itself was $1.5 million. Wow. Okay, and it sat on Landed. less than an acre. It was like three quarters of an acre oh of land. Oh, my gosh. I mean, it's a very tiny lot. Wow. And, and from what I'm considering down here in the south, you know. Yeah, for no, sure. No, 100%. It's mind-blowing. You see the different, what you get for the different amounts. That two years. Crazy. That two years of me not being a what-if, because I almost didn't take the job. Yeah. That two years changed mine and my daughter's lives forever oh, i just got goosebumps it's so great i love that she's made lifelong friendships from that two years in virginia nice to stable normal people not homeless street rats yeah, yeah. how old was she at that time uh we moved there the summer she turned 10 okay wow. okay yes Dang. and then we left and came back to the carolinas the summer she turned 12 oh okay so we were there for two years. Yeah. Um, came back to the Carolinas. She hated me for it, and I know she did. It's okay. Um, but Sorry, that two Sia. years changed both of us. And for the better, actually. Yeah. You know, I mean, I was able to go to trade school. Nice. While working there. And I practiced a trade for several years. Oh, that's so great. And then went back to the restaurant business. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it pulls you back right. in. It, it, it does. It's easy. It's, it's, yeah. it's easy, and there's a camaraderie. 
Yeah. There's a camaraderie in the service industry. You know a service worker. You can go into a restaurant. You can be a server in a restaurant. And when somebody comes in, you can tell if they've worked in the business yes. or not. 100%. That's a fact. Yes, by the way can. that they treat you. That's mm -hmm. a fact. Yes. It's so true. Because anybody who has never worked in the service industry, nine times out of ten, they're going to treat you like shit. Mm -hmm. Yep. And they're going to expect you, you know, you, excuse me, croissant. Croissant. <laughs> no, no, do not snap your fingers at me. Yep. I am not a dog. Yeah. My my <laughs> least favorite, one of my biggest my biggest um oh, pet peeves. Yeah, pet peeves is when I'm talking to another table and excuse me, ma'am, excuse me. Oh, excuse you, sir. I'm speaking to this young yeah. lady right here. I don't know why you're trying to get my attention to pull me mm -hmm. away from her. Like she that's it's like it's one thing when they're disrespectful to you as a server, but when they're disrespecting the other table, it's like, are you really that ignorant? Like yes. I don't understand yeah. that. That's my biggest pet peeve. Anyhow, it's nothing oh, no, I've had so many a couple times about, about the general public. That's why I'm back at the house now. <laughs> yeah. Bless your heart. I don't blame you at all. I don't blame you. And mind you, there's there's the pet peeves back there too, you know? I mean there's the mm -hmm. people who but it's no worse than being a server. There's the people who don't clean up behind themselves or the people that you're doing most of the job for them and they're still getting paid. What yeah. the fuck? You know, yeah. I mean, and I know y'all get it, but no, it's, it's in my blood. I've been in this business my whole life yeah. and I love every minute of it. I don't know oh, why, so yeah. but I do. For sure. I mean, Whenever, so this is a seasonal job that ends in the end of October so come that time, do you have a, you know, a place that you go to generally in between seasons or is it just kind of... It changes up. Yeah. Um, Same so for us 2016 right was my first year here. Uh-huh. That winter, 16, 17, I actually went to a place out in Colorado. Oh, cool. I was being adventurous, you know, <laughs> sure. on my own as an adult, you know. Yeah. So by that time, my Sierra's grown. Yeah. And she's on her own, got babies. I can I can go do what I want. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm still young enough. I can do whatever and I good want. Good for you. That's great. And um, no, so I went out to Colorado and then I came back here uh, the following summer. And I, I don't know, I kind of made it higher on the totem pole. Yeah. So to speak. Yeah. That yeah. season. And um, in between here every summer since then it's just been odd jobs i've done chinese delivery wow. um there's oh there's a couple of winters i did nothing i traveled cool um, oh i love that i love See, I've heard that that's what i want to hear mentioned so we work with a guy named benji he's like one of the head cooks in the kitchen we may and have him one day he, we may have him one day yeah he'll be on here one day he will be if he's um, this, he doesn't live up here, does he? Yes, he does. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we can yeah. get him here easy. Yeah, he'll be here. Okay. Um, But so he mentioned, he said something along the lines of, he was telling me, he was giving me advice one morning. He said, just make sure you're stacking your money. Yes. And then winter, you don't do nothing. <laughs> and then he said that he taught you to do the same thing, and that's yes. what you've done. And for so I was curious about that. So I wanted to work this past winter. I worked for a week and a half down in the Keys. Oh. And I used my mom having an experience as an excuse to leave. I got to go home. I got to go take care of my mom. Uh, <laughs> I just I wasn't happy at the restaurant. I wasn't really? happy with the housing. It's and not I mean the housing was great. Nice little private cottage with my own little like little courtyard. It was awesome. Like a little courtyard. one one bedroom, one bathroom efficiency. I didn't have a stove, but I had a grill outside. I mean, and come That's, on, in yeah. the, the keys, who wants to eat in the house anyway? True. No, I was gonna say, yeah, go there, get you some fresh fish. <laughs> but the na the neighbors sucked and they were in, in an argument with the people that I was working for. People I was working for. I'll take a refill. Um. <laughs> I, my bottle is empty. He was pouring the bottle. There was nothing coming out of it. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> <sorry>. <laughs> I don't 
I don't know. I kind of feel kind of forward sometimes. You know, no, I apologize. No, 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 no way. I'm glad you said it. That was hilarious. Okay, okay, okay. Um. So if you don't mind me asking, what, what keys was it? I was actually in Big Pine Key. Okay. I was okay. actually in Big Pine Key. I haven't heard about that it's, one. It's, a, that, it's halfway between, I know you all have heard of Marathon. That's where Hawks uh-huh. Cay. Marathon, yep. And, um, and then Key West. Yes. So I've Big Pine Key, Key is about halfway between. Okay. So I can be, I've, when I was there, I could be in Key West in 40, 45 minutes. Or I could be a marathon in about 40, 45 nice. minutes. Oh, cool. Nice. So right I don't know if you ever met Sarah, but you've met Carly. Yes. Yep. Yes. Carly was in Key West at the same time. We actually had dinner right before I came back to what? come up here. Yeah, we met down in Key West and had dinner together right before I came back to come up here because she was here last year. Oh, that's oh, crazy. Okay, I was about to say. So you guys just like random strangers, and you both just ended up here. Like it's lost, or was it like? No, no that has happened. That has happened. There have been people who have come up here who um, have worked together at other seasonal jobs. Wow. Separated, went their own ways, and then ended up working here together. I love that. I mean, oh, like crazy. again, this is something about that experience I think is one of the things I look forward to the next few years of seasonal work is potentially getting to go different places with these people that we're meeting now yeah. these, so that'd be yes. so cool to just be like oh crap what's yeah. that Marsha from uh, Pisgah oh, exactly <laughs> yes <laughs> where we are exactly. in Key Largo <laughs> and that's that's one of the things that's that I cool. like about it I mean because I love to travel I got I'm a gypsy yeah you know being in the, my dad being in the military being a brat yeah. I've been all over the world. I love to travel. Wow. I want to see new places. I wanted to ask you that. So you had mentioned, you know, growing up, you were constantly living around the world. So what are some of the places that you've lived? Oh, or some um, of your okay. favorites, if the list is yeah. long. Yeah, so favorite my favorite, absolute favorite that I really want to go back to someday, hopefully sooner rather than later, sure. is um, the Costa del Sol in Spain. Oh, really? Oh, um, so Dang. we were in a small town called Marbella, Marbella. Uh, which was just south of Malaga. Marbella. That's um, crazy. Which is right on the coast of Spain, just north of Gibraltar. So if you're looking at the Straits on a map, if you're looking at the Straits of Gibraltar, we were about an hour up the coast. Dang. Oh my yeah. God. And you I've were also on the coast? Yes, right <laughs> on the coast. That's so cool. Right oh on my the gosh. coast. Um, and beautiful. The, hosp- oh the hospitality, the people in the area, it's just, I mean, you couldn't have asked more. And mind you, I was a child at the time, but I yeah. can still look back and appreciate that that was my favorite place. I mean, wow. I lived in Germany for three years. Shut up. Yeah, my dad was stationed in Frankfurt, and my grandmother, his mother, was born and raised in Nuremberg. Dang. And oh, in Denver, Colorado? Uh, no, 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 no. Oh, no, wait, wait. Uh, Nuremberg, Germany. No, oh, no, so my father's mother, Whoa. when wow. his parents split up over the course, of, I think it was like maybe about a decade later, she ended up going back to Germany. Dang. And um, when we first got to Germany, my dad and I, he didn't have housing to support a dependent. He had to stay on base. Okay. And he had to show them that I had a place to stay. Dang. So I lived with his mother in Nuremberg which nice. was like two hours away. Yeah, so my dad's in Frankfurt. I'm in Nuremberg. Wow. And I'm living with my grandmother, who is full-blooded German, married to her third husband, Opa Ernst. Great man. Great man. Loved Opa Ernst. Um, what a name. And I was the only American within a six-mile radius. No That's kidding. Crazy. Yeah. So now, when you were living in these different countries and doing all this, were you going to school there, too? Yes. Yes, so when I was in, we lived in Germany, vacationed in Spain. That's how I, I know about Spain. Oh, um, Dad had a timeshare. 
dad had a nice. share, so and he used it to his advantage while we were in Europe. <laughs> I mean, we went to Italy, we went to France, we went to Spain, wow. we stayed in England, Belgium. I mean, and then his stepbrother, um, Opa Ernst, his son had a home in Opa the Ernst. Austrian Alps. Shut up. Yes, him and his wife were so it was kind of like a timeshare, but not. It was four couples who owned a house together. Yeah. And it was a vacation house for them. Sometimes one couple would be there. Sometimes all of them would be there. Yeah. Oh, that's and just, cool. And it just, they just shared the house. That's cool. And I, I got to spend summers right. and winters in the Austrian Alps. Oh, that's nice. So cool. Oh, my Marsha. I'm so... Oh, I, I would have never it. known any of this. It's so cool. We're going to learn all of this yes, right now. Like, you I'm never so know. Like <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Not, oh, I, that's the coolest thing in the world. I've never got to... We're just now talking, and we, you know, we were, were ignorant to the thought of getting passports and going and traveling oh, around. Oh, I highly recommend. I actually just recently renewed my passport and got really? one because I'm planning on traveling again. Nice. That's I, great. I really want to go outside of the U.S. boundaries again. Mind you, yeah. I, I like the U.S. I've seen almost all of it. <laughs> I really want to travel outside the world. So, um, Chef gave me a poster several seasons ago that I still have, and it's the rules to living an enlightened life by the dalai lama oh wow and one of those and it's my favorite actually two of them and they're my absolute favorite so the first one is um once a year go somewhere you've never been yeah yeah and i tried i try to live by that so like the one year my daughter and i went we now i had already been there for a couple of days but i didn't count that but during the same winter um i went to several different places but my mother my daughter and i did a new orleans trip together we did a mother daughter oh. trip oh cool and i think that same winter is when i drove up to new england i actually visited vermont and new hampshire for the very first time oh, oh wow gorgeous yeah, I love that. snow I love covered that. i went hiking in the snow oh it wow. was beautiful oh my god it was so gorgeous oh that's cool but the seasonal work helps me do that because now i can travel but i get paid too yes 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 so that's having a passport is definitely worth it definitely worth it because if you already have a visa to get somewhere it's a lot easier to get a job yeah so like if you say well i want to travel there to get a job so i need a work visa yeah sometimes i'd be like well you need a place to work first it just makes it easier if you have a passport yeah and so you have a passport all right yeah. we'll sponsor your work visa nice okay that's great because i was looking into new zealand there's one that pots upon cool yep. works and we needed a, a work visa, and i got a little bit stressed out because i'm like work visa oh my lanta that's a lot of work i didn't yeah, know what man. to what, what all went into it and so that's good advice to know and be able it to does remember. take right now because i mean mind you i waited till after the, the lockdown and the pandemic and all yeah. of that so it does take longer you need uh you need to give yourselves at least three months okay, okay. and that okay. means getting the stuff together for filing paperwork and then you're going to be waiting 10 to 12 weeks for yeah. your passport to actually come in. Yeah, See, that that's what I thought. Right that's now, exactly we're, we're yes. potentially looking at doing our first cruise the first or the first or second week after we get done here yeah. before we start a new job. And so we definitely need to start that's now. Like that now. That means, yeah. That, yeah, that means like, that means like tomorrow yeah. you <laughs> need to go down to the post office. Yeah. And you got to find out because not all of the post office do it. Okay. Yeah. Um, but most of uh, you fill out the application and do all of that online. Okay. And then uh, they'll set up an appointment for the closest place where you can okay, do that. Okay, nice, And they'll nice. tell you what paperwork you have to have. And I will okay. tell you, uh, one thing you have to have is your an original copy of your birth certificate. Damn it. I knew you were going to say it. I have a I have copy. No, I have a copy, I think. No. Okay, we'll figure I it out. Well, we'll yeah. talk. Okay, good to know. I was lucky enough I actually I'm had one. Good, because... 
Okay, that's something we'll have to figure out whether Original, it might. Yeah, that is it's a fine. We'll figure like, it out on the podcast. Yeah, so it's no, fine, it can't be like the little, the little, like, and um, the the generic one, whatever. It means you would have to go to like the the birth records or the the, mm-hmm. the vital records office wherever yeah. y'all were born and be like. I need my birth certificate. I need an original copy, and they'll tell you, and they'll get they'll an give you that. An original copy is yeah. a copy of the original, right? Yeah, and that's as long what we have. Certified yeah. has that okay. seal yes, on it. Yeah, we and have it, that. It looks yep. like okay. the original. And it's the yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. front and back. Yes, 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 yeah, yes. yes. It. it has to be the front and back version. Yeah. Okay. May I please? Oh, I'm kind of trapped here. You know, I mean, I feel yeah, like you absolutely are. You know, I mean, I've seen many phallic devices in my face before, but this one is kind of intimidating. <laughs> you know, it is. It is. It is and you know, back when we actually did the podcast, we would have had Thank headphones. You, You're very welcome. So you would have been able to hear yourself. But unfortunately, we're not that fancy out here in the you know in the middle of the forest. We're just but, starting out. We'll be, we'll get there someday. We'll get there. You'll get there. That's you know, right, I mean, look right. at me. I've worked so hard at not being a fuck up my whole life, and now here I am. I'm not a fuck up anymore. That's right. <laughs> You're the Marsha we know it's and so love. It's so fun to like, hear about like where all you've been, and like that's so. So it's like seasonal work to us is our first time getting to travel and like spend months in a place without you know obviously because in the past we wanted to spend months in a place we'd have been having to just have the cash to do it whereas you got to do that growing up I mean, mm-hmm. your dad being in the middle like that was that's really that's really cool like i developed my fear of spiders in hawaii oh shut up what were spiders I, like in hawaii the size of mickey mouse and disneyland oh, <laughs> no. so i guess they're uh cane spiders uh, cane spiders are um, similar to they're I think they're members of the tarantula family. Oh, but they so are thick. they are big. They are black. They are thick and they are hairy. Thick oh, one. that sounds and, horrible. And to a four-year-old, when they're like inches away from your face, yeah, it tends to traumatize someone. You know? <laughs> oh I mean, my gosh. And, yeah, and no, um, Kauai was nice. I mean, I've seen and done things throughout my life that at at that moment, you don't normally appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. You know, like the Dole Pineapple Factory. It used to be in Hawaii. I've been there. I have pictures of me at that oh, factory. Oh, wow. It's, that it's, so no, much it's no longer there. Oh, really? The factory that I was at as a child that produced most of the world's pineapple yeah. is no longer in Hawaii. It's been moved to uh, the western United States, California, Arizona, Shut something up. like that. Yeah. What, in tarnation, I feel like Hawaii would have produced the best pineapples. And they did. Oh, my God. They were delicious. <laughs> For, straight off the vine. Straight off the vine. Sliced open. And you see it, too. I mean, when you take the tour, part of the tour is you get, like, the pineapple afterwards. And you see uh-huh. the native, the locals. Yeah. Um, they're, like, taking it right off the vine. And they're hacking it with a machete right in front of you. And you're getting fresh pineapple right off the, oh, right off the vine. It's so absolutely delicious. And now, uh-huh, but pineapple. see, back then... So I remember my dad taking me to a beach called Hanama Bay. And I remember from the top of the cliffs, when you look down on Hanama Bay, it was like a quilt. Because it's this beautiful blue ocean with like just patches of gray and white and, oh, and dark wow. blue. And it's just, it's, it's beautiful to see Hanama Bay from above. Oh, that's great. Now, not only do you have to pay to park at the top of the cliff, but you also have to pay to walk down to get to the beach. Shut up. And when I was a kid, it was free. It wow. was one of the things my dad and I did all the time because it was free. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Dude, so you've had a freaking, you've had a life. Four years old in Hawaii, 10 years old in, in Europe. In I've Europe. traveled the U.S. So after Hawaii, we moved to Washington State. So I've been West Coast as well. Okay. Oh, wow. And then dad decided, well, we're getting ready to go to Europe. 
Because he requested the duty station. He, oh, requ- cool. he requested to go to Germany. He wanted to see his mother. Oh, cool. And spend time with his mother. And also, I am the only grandchild on my father's side, also the oldest. Um, there are many grandchildren, but I'm the oldest. But I'm also the only grandchild that I ever, I'm the only one who ever got to spend any amount of time wow. with our grandmother or oh, wow. our great grandparents, her parents. Oh, that's, that's awesome. That's so great. My great grandparents were so awesome. Elsie and Georg Stadler. No kidding. <laughs> yes. What names? I know. Yes. How I can't even repeat See, that. I am, I'm Ge- German Georg, as well. Georg is actually uh, German Ge- for George. Georg? Ge- oh. What do you say? Georg. 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 That's so that's, cool. Uh, that's like mind boggling how the same spelling can be not so so different amongst different. That's so yes. cool. That's so cool. Yes. I, just, I, have a, uh, I was thought like, George, yeah. I know Georg. <laughs> Georg. <laughs> like I'm yes. German, so Georg <laughs> and Elsie Stadler, my great great grand my great grandparents, they were beautiful people. They were awesome people. That's and I was great. privileged to actually get to spend three years with them. That's incredible. I'm yes. so glad you got Three to. That's years. so cool. See, it's, like, it's, it's so cool, too, if you would have gone a week with them or a day with them. That'd be so cool. But three years. That's every so other weekend, great. Every other weekend, uh, I was at their house, which is a beautiful house. Beautiful and expansive because, well, my uncle was a prick and decided to expand on the house. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so in, at that time, it was still firstborn son. Who inherited everything? Oh, okay. Oh wow, that's my so grandmother was the oldest. Mm-hmm. My grandmother was the oldest, but because she was, because she left the family when she married an American soldier. Oh no! Yeah. She not only not only right. did she get cut out completely, but due to law, the firstborn yeah. son, my uncle Reinhardt, got everything. Oh man. Yeah. What lives to live? Can you I imagine? Know. I can't imagine. Like now, it's kind of like you get to choose where your stuff goes. You want to cut out your kids completely and give it to a stranger because you wanted to. You could. So it's crazy to think that at it's one just, point it was just, just how it was. by whether law. It, yeah, whether you have will specific. or not, it yeah. goes to one specific person. That's so crazy. And it's up to them how they divide Man. it. And Uncle Reinhardt kept it all. That's beautiful crazy. home. Beautiful home. He sold it. Oh. Um, but I mean, I can remember it. I remember the little village of Firth. It's just outside Nuremberg, and it's actually not you, Nuremberg proper. Yeah. But then there's Nuremberg Firth. Hmm. Nobody ever calls it just Firth, except the people who have been there longer than before Nuremberg grew into it. Yeah. That's wow, awesome. Wow, that's so cool. That's so, I, I can't imagine living abroad. We, I can't even imagine right now traveling abroad. It's such a foreign concept to myself that it's kind of like I just I'm so intrigued and that's so fun and cool and the schools I went to they were I get so when people say military school Mm -hmm. they think West Point Annapolis they think you know cadets at the Citadel Mm -hmm. okay that's that's what they think Camden Military Academy everybody's in uniform everybody's like yes sir no sir that's what no and so for us brats it's, it's just like a public school. Oh, really? It's just that everybody we go to school with is a military brat. Oh. Wow. Yeah, it's just our parents are in the military. Yeah. And this is the school that they have for us kids. So Dang. I know that, you know, times were different back then and there wasn't so much social media and anything, but is there anybody that you just so happened to keep in contact with from other? 
As a matter of fact, um, I was in the fifth grade in Frankfurt, Germany, and my best friend was Rachel Hyatt. Oh, cool. She is awesome. Loved her to death. Um, her family actually shipped out right before my dad and I did. But because her and I became friends, my dad became friends with her parents. Nice. Oh, cool. Um, we were 10 when we That's met. That's all you want as kids. We were, 10, <laughs> we were 10 years old when we met, and we were the best of friends. And to this day, we refer to each other as six sisters by proxy. We're still friends. That's oh my awesome. gosh, I love that. I love that. So, so cool. Facebook so says like, you know, oh, you're celebrating 14 years of friendship with Rachel Huffman. Yeah. Because she's married now. <laughs> and, and I'm like, no, we've been friends for now. <laughs> oh yeah, almost 39 years. That's, that's incredible. That's so great. I love yeah. that so much. Oh that's my so gosh, that's great. My, my oldest friend is, we're probably like, I'm 27. So, you know. We're probably like 15 years, 14 years or so around that time. So to think about it, to have a 30-plus year friend. Just, I know, that's yes, crazy. That's cr- that really a crazy thought. Rachel, I've been friends for 39 years. Shouts out um, to her. And the, thank, shout out to Rachel Huffman and her family. Jeremy, you're doing a great job. Two Good job, Jeremy. Sons. <laughs> uh, Matthew and Kenneth, my godsons, love them dearly. Oh, that's that's awesome. So speaking of family, you had mentioned earlier that when you first came to Pisgah, your husband was mad. If you, are you still married, if you don't mind me asking? I'm just He's we, now my late husband. He passed away in 2019. Oh, I'm oh, sorry to hear that. It's, so it's, it's, and I thank you. I thank you so much. Um, it's something that I, I lost the two most important men in my life within a year of each other. Oh, so no. in 2018, I was only here for two months. Um, I ended up leaving uh, end of May because my father was sick. Wow. And I am an only child. My parents have been divorced since I was two. And my father never remarried. So... I am the only one who could go home and take care of my father, oh, and man. I did oh, so. Oh, bless your heart. Good for you. Um, I'm so sorry. Thank you. Um, no, he passed away in September of 2018, and then tragically, um, unexpectedly, um, uh, my husband passed away in September of 2019. Oh, oh I'm so sorry. That's I know that's, that's I, it's tough in On general. A side note: I mentioned earlier when I first came in, you know, that I've had four son-in-laws. Yeah. Um, one of them uh, tragically passed away exactly two weeks after my father did. Oh, no. And while he might not have been his favorite, I'd never want my grandson to be without a father. No, so. definitely. And he was the, the father of the grandson you were talking about earlier? No. Um, he grandson. is actually... So I've got three grandchildren. Okay. I've got uh, Rue Baby, who is our feral little girl. <laughs> not that She's not the wild child. She is a feral child. <laughs> um, <laughs> 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 I would tell family stories, but I don't know how I don't know how my daughter feel about that. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 that's fair. <laughs> but um, no, um, the my oldest daughter has a son as well, and that's he's actually in the middle. So it's Michael, my oldest, the one we talked about earlier, yeah. and then AJ, okay. and then Michael's younger sister Rue. It's the, it's how they go in age. Okay, okay. And for about six months, Rue and AJ are the same age. Oh wow! Yeah, once once he has his birthday in May, um, he'll be a, a year older. Yeah. Nice. But then when she has her birthday in September, they'll be the yeah. same age. <laughs> That's so cool. it's it, it it right now. Let's see. He just had his birthday. She hasn't had hers yet. So right now they are seven, eight, and nine. <laughs> That's awesome. No. Yeah, seven, eight, and nine, and they're no, they are eight, eight, and nine. Yeah, so because they'll Getting be changing ready to be soon. Eight, nine, and ten. Yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> that's so awesome. crazy. Yes, yeah, so fun. Michael, ten years old, he's already writing code. 
He raped, he raped code for video games. Like, Shut you know, you, up. you go into a video, okay, so y'all are young enough, okay? Uh-huh. So I'm, I'm Atari generation, just saying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Shouts out, my brother is um, too. <laughs> So, um, but you know, if there are certain cheat codes or certain hacks that you know mm-hmm. that yes. you can go in and, oh, I don't like that weapon. And you just go in and you write your own code to get the weapon <laughs> yeah. that you want. And my grandson at nine years of age can do that in almost all the games That's that he insane. plays. That's insane. I didn't even know you I could actually, it. like, I'm all about cheat codes and I like, you know, HTML and all that, that fun stuff. But I had no idea you could just go in and make a whole new weapon. That's so yes. cool. Yeah, and <laughs> it, I mean, you've got to have, like, the the certain yeah. cheat codes that go along with it. Apparently, yeah. I'm, I'm just, yeah. I'm just a, yeah. but, yeah, he goes, at, oh, I don't like this one. And he'll go in and he'll modify it or change it <laughs> however he wants. Oh, and he just goes in and just annihilates everybody. It's, it's hilarious <laughs> to watch him. Nana, can I show you this new thing I learned? Sure, honey. I'm not going to understand it. Sure, show me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's so awesome. cool. Heck yeah, that's great. That's so fun. I love it. So do you get to, you know, the, you, you said they're relatively close, right? Like you said Greenville is where they yes. currently are? So um, Michael and Rue, my, my, the oldest and the youngest, they live in Greenville, which from here where we are now is roughly an hour and a half. Okay. But uh, the middle one, uh, AJ, he lives in Lylesville, which is what I call home in the winters when I'm not working. Oh, okay. And that's about 65 miles east of Charlotte. So it's okay. about three, three and a half hours from oh, here. okay. Nice. So I don't that's get to see bad. him except during the winter. and But Michael and Rue, I get to see periodically during the summer because their mom likes to come up here too. Well, great, that's great, great. Well, that's great. And it's so nice that, you know, they're all relatively close, or you know, you know, bordering states at mm-hmm. the least, and then yeah. the, it's just a few hours drive opposed to, you know, back in Washington. You and that's another you know, thing about the seasonal drive. work that I really like is I know that, you know we we discussed you know y'all were at the same place for years, mm-hmm. yeah, and you know we know what it's like to ask for time off or yeah. holidays or weekends yeah. or well, what time do you get off work for the family picnic? I I don't know if so and so doesn't show up. I might not get off at all. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you, you never can tell from day to day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But with the seasonal work, you can plan that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and service especially, you know, I mean, if you if you were tight with your money during the season, especially here, I know it seems kind of off at times, but I promise you the servers do make money here. No, for sure. And, but if you stack that cash, that means you get Thanksgiving, Christmas, Valentine's Day, yeah. St. Patrick's Day. That's true. You get true, all yeah. of these holidays, you know, New Year's. You get yeah. all yeah. of these holidays That's with family birthday. and friends yeah. that you don't. Oh, I'm sorry, man. It, yeah, it's New Year's. It's it's a money making night. I got I got to be at work. No, hundred percent. No, man, it's, it's so your birthday. We That's need to right. Celebrate. Let's celebrate. So Let's go for seasonal jobs, especially for ones that last during the summer as long as this one does. Mm-hmm. All you got to do is stack your cash. Yeah, and then you can take five months. Out. Who doesn't want a five-month vacation? Let's go. That's when Benji was talking about it. I was like, that is, that is intriguing. Now, I, I, you know, I I may get a little itch to start working. Like you said, you'll do some odd jobs here and there because it is weird to be off for that long. But, I mean, just the fact that we're looking at taking at least two to three weeks off when this season ends to go on a cruise and then get to visit. We have family all over, so yeah, we get to, to go and visit, visit them. That's like, that wouldn't be plausible without working our butts off at a regular job and then praying they let us have that time off. Exactly. It's not, you know, so to be but able to... here, you can do that same. You can work yeah. your asses off for seven months. No one, I mean, yes, it's a beautiful area. Yes, we yeah. want to go explore. Yes, on our days off, we are tired as fuck. But yeah. by the same token... 
at the end of that seven months, yep. you want to chase the sun? Great. Hit yeah. Mexico, hit Southern Texas, mm-hmm. hit hit the Keys. Yeah. You know, yeah. Southern Florida, Hawaii. You want to chase the sun? Those yeah. are the places you go. Yep. Okay. Excuse me. Yes, ma'am. Um, you want to chase the snow during the winter? Yeah. Great. Hit 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 New England. Hit hit Colorado. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm telling you, Vail yep. is Vail Resorts is an awesome company to work for. Shout out to Vail. Yes. Yeah, I'm sorry out. that everybody that I went out to Colorado with did not make it i didn't make it either but that's because i had a death in the family and i came home yeah they didn't make it because they fucked up (laughs) it's not hard if you stack your shit you can go wherever you want yeah you can and you write the rules yeah so i'm not going to work for less than this amount per hour let me see what jobs are available yeah and knowing like exactly like when you're doing that in your hometown or wherever you live I go, I live here. This is what I want to work for. And I have these options. And none of them are meeting it. It's like, well, crap, I have to relocate. When you're seasonal working, that is what you're doing. It's relocating no matter where you go. So exactly. you have so many more options yeah. to be able to write those rules, like you said. It's yeah. like leaving leaving a long-time job to relocate for something that you don't know if it's going to work out or not. Uh-huh. Right. Are you going to get paid? Sure. Do yeah. you know what's going to happen? No. Yeah. Is it going to be Did fun? you sign a mortgage? Did you do this? Did you do that? I did, move I did, there? Nope. No, see, here's the thing about a mortgage. I don't want to buy a house. I do. I want to buy my mom's house, but it's just because family reasons. Yeah. yeah. They're all shit. Anyways, um, and if y'all hear this, sorry, not sorry. Um, yep. <clears throat> I love y'all. So, I love you, mean it, but sorry, not sorry. Um, no, I really do want to buy my mom's house. I, for the longest time, I wanted to buy a house here in Western North Carolina. It's still my dream. Oh, cool. I, w- I would love to live in Western North Carolina. Yeah. I really would. It's a beautiful area to live. Gorgeous. Great people. Gorgeous. The food, the the, the, the farms. It's yes. all wonderful. But then again, I got to thinking about it. And I'm like, but wait a minute. I mean, granted, Anson County is probably one of the poorest counties in North Carolina. But I have the diversity there that I have here. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. Do I want to craft beer and I've got to drive four hours to get one? Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. You know, but I mean, then again, I can also drive to Charlotte. True. Which is only an hour away. And I can have yeah. anything that I want. Yeah. Yeah. You know, or I can stay home where I belong. <laughs> and I can, I can have farm fresh pork. I can have farm oh, fresh yeah. beef. I can have, nice. I can have... I can, I'm sure, I am positive, I can find a dairy yeah. where I can get fresh milk. Yep. And the Some neighbors, cheese. my mom goes out of town for the weekend, and she's got at least four neighbors keeping an eye on the house. Oh, wow. I mean, it's just that small of a community. I mean, the, na- I the guy that. that lives next Tighten door it. is, excuse me, give me a second. The guy that lives next door is the grandson of the woman who is friends with my grandmother. Oh, Wow. So you all right yes. there connect. So him and I yeah. are, he's actually, I think, I, I want to say him and I are the same generation. Yeah, sounds but like it. But his grandmother and my grandmother were friends. Oh, that's, that's so awesome. That's, that's, just, so that's cool. just the type of community that, that my mom oh, lives in. That's that. wonderful. I love it. Yeah, very, very tight knit. Oh, huh? very rural. Very. I mean, I think L.A., Lylesville area, that is. Um, <laughs> uh, I believe... Lylesville has, Lylesville. I want to say maybe 1,500 wow. to 2,000 people, but it's so spread out because it's all farmland. Yeah. Oh. Except for city proper. 
Wow. Which my mom happens to live inside city limits. Oh, wow. <laughs> She's the fancy. Which is all of about three dozen homes and two businesses. That's crazy. Yes, it's that, it's that tiny. You think of a tiny, small town America. Yeah. Think smaller, and that's where home is for me. Oh, oh wow. Man. Yes. I love that. That's the... I'm from a very, very, very small town in Oklahoma. So every time I meet someone from a small town, their their area of their state, it just resonates so much more. It just resonates so much. You're over here this time. Look at you. Look at your tiny little. No, thing. I, I know, I know, uh, I know. Yes, they look at me. your tiny little line. They got me. They got me. My lines are big, okay? Hey, hey, now you're blowing out their eardrums. You know, it's not a common ground. Sorry, y'all. Hope y'all are still listening. If you had headphones, I reckon I'm going to warn you. I I figured that, you know, with the whole, you know, the generation that I'm talking to right now, Uh that you can, like, adjust that. That's right. When it comes down to editing. Yeah, no, definitely. There's some we can go in and we can make it work. Hopefully we make it to where y'all's eardrums are still, you know, not bleeding right Hopefully now. we're blowing them out. Um, but oh, yeah. so we are getting close to time, unfortunately. But just there are a few more things I just wanted to ask. One of them was just you mentioned, you know, a handful of times how beautiful this area is. Mm-hmm. That being said, is there anything specific that you really like doing around here? Like any, any um, I don't know, any waterfalls, any hike trails, anything that you do you like getting outdoors? Are you more of an indoorsy watching? Lost binging it for a week like me? A little bit of both. I mean, you know, like I said, you know, with losing the two most important men of my life, um, I'm just now finding that I'm getting back out and enjoying things more. Um, I like driving. I like just driving and checking out the scenery. Um, Hiking is okay. My feet hurt so much all the time, though. It's kind of difficult sometimes. Especially working yeah. on your feet all daggum day. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm not big of a water person. I mean, I saw I saw Jaws on the big screen. <laughs> I saw the original Jaws on the big screen. If that tells you how old I am, and you know, living in Hawaii, I remember being on that on that raft, just white knuckling it. And Dad, I don't want to be out here. I don't like the water. I, I'm a Leo. Okay, I'm a cat by nature. I don't like water. Um, but no, so I've been on several hikes that I do enjoy. Graveyard Fields is one of my favorites. Yes, we just saw that for the first time the other day. Just yes, Graveyard now. Fields is one of my favorites. And if you're looking for something that's easy but long. Pink beds is not a bad one. I oh, like that. I like that loop. that one. And then there's, um, you'll have to actually pull it up on a map. <coughs> Excuse me, but there is Buckhorn or Buckthorn Gap, okay. and that's uh, off of 477 by the Riding Stables. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, we know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so you see the sign it. for the Riding Stables? Yes. Yeah. Take a left. Uh, onto that road. It's a very rough road, mind you. Yeah, I think it even says rough it does. road. It yeah. does. And it is a rough road. <laughs> yeah, it uh, says rough road. And you'll see like a little pull-off area to the right. Yeah. And that's where you'll see like the trailhead for Buckthorn or Buckhorn Gap. Oh, cool. Okay. And, that take, and if you follow that, you, it should take you out to uh, Triple Falls. Nice. And nice. it's a nice hike. Oh, I'm we'll down. Have to check that one out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so fun. That's so fun. We we just now, you know, we've been here just long enough to where we've been, ex, you know, exploring around and seeing some of the the trails. We just now went to the graveyard fields, and we went to the graveyard, the 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 waterfall, whatever it's called. I don't yes. know if it's the same thing, but that was we loved it. We we brought some a uh, goggles, went under the water. I ended up finding like some sunglasses, yep. a hair tie. 
And three trout, baby. So let's go. There are a couple of different stories behind graveyard fields. Um, I think in the early 1900s, there was like a huge wildfire or whatever. Yeah. And it made all the tree stumps look like tombstones. Oh. The other story is that it's also where the Native Americans would go to hold their burial rites. Right. During a certain time of season. But also during that certain time of season, they could harvest all the meat and bear blueberries. Yeah. That they would need to sustain them through the winter. Oh, see, I like that story a lot more. I do too. That sounds a lot more, you know, <laughs> or realistic like Devil's and Courthouse. Human. Devil's Courthouse is where Judicola and the giants would hold court. Shut up. Yes. And the caves down below is where the bad people were banished to spend eternity. Oh, shut up. How, how, where is that? Uh, Devil's Courthouse is about, oh my God, I don't know mile markers because I can't remember how far Graveyard Fields is. That's fine because I know where would I. But I know that I think Devil's Courthouse is maybe five to ten miles past Graveyard Fields on the left. Okay, because we just now went to Graveyard Fields and that was only like 20 minutes, if even, from yeah, here. Yeah, Devil's Courthouse is about maybe another five, ten minutes past Graveyard Fields. That's awesome. See, are we going to have to check that out? Anyone listening, we got to check that out. That definitely all those places she mentioned already here. We've been to, I mean, Graveyard Fields to get the only one. I want to go there on my day off. I don't even know. And if y'all haven't done Pisgah yet, it's definitely a steep hike, but it's it's definitely worth it. See, you had mentioned that uh, you like hikes, but your feet hurt. Well, we I got haven't about been able halfway to... up Pisgah, if that. <laughs> we turned around. <laughs> so if that's the case, then the fire tower is about the same way. There you oh, go. Really? I want to yeah, I want to do that just to see it. But the fire tower is the same way as Mount Pisgah. So if you do the fire tower, I highly recommend the service trail. It's about half. It's about what you would have wanted to Pisgah yeah. before turning oh, around. Okay, nice, nice. And then you get up to the tower, and it's 360 views. Wow. But if you do the entire trail, it starts at the campground, and it goes up, then goes down, then goes back up. Oh, no, yeah. We're not there quite yet, but we'll get there. (laughs) Yeah, it's just, so we were really intrigued by the idea of hiking. It's like, oh, hiking, let's go. And then you get out here, and it's like, oh, this is hiking, hiking. Like, I need some shoes. Yes. I'm going to fall off the mountain. I, I like Timberlands. Um, also REI, sorry, shout out to a store that I like to shop at. Yes. Uh, REI. REI. Uh, it's over in, it's off of Skyland and Long Shoals. It's exit 37 off of 26. Okay. And there's like, I want to, I don't want to say Biltmore Village, but there's like a Biltmore Outlets. Okay, kind yeah. of shopping area over there, okay. and that's where the REI is. Nice, nice. nice. Well, so checking that for sure. I've been looking at some. There's a pair of North Faces. I'm not gonna lie, I got my eye on, but I know some other brands will probably be better. I just really like the color of the North Faces. They have Osprey, North Face, Columbia. Oh, nice. They've got all the top top brands. Nice. Heck yeah, I'll definitely have to check that out. Definitely. That's what I really need some. I'm really clumsy, <laughs> and so we we went up up here. Um, and we had a picnic one day. There was like a rock that overlooks, and like we just sat down with yes. our to go food from Pisca. But I was like, being there, it's like I literally fall so easily. And so I'm like, I could literally lose my grip right here because I have no traction on my shoes. Exactly. Just, I'm gone. <laughs> Baba Sierra. <laughs> and so. No, we so, can't have that. We cannot have that. <laughs> so I've been looking into definitely getting some. But, and that was another thing. Walking to Pisca, I wore my running shoes, and they had a little bit more traction. There's some 
really nice Nikes he got me for Valentine's Day a couple of years ago, and he's pissed I never wear them. But it's like, <laughs> if you get the chance, and and you do take this, and you do, have you taken this all the way up nope. to the old? You really should um, go up, go up this trail, and just mm-hmm. stay to the left. And stay just, to the left. Yeah, stay to the left, and just keep going, and it'll bring you to the. You'll see the, the overlook. Uh, it'll bring you to the old lodge. It'll bring you to Vanderbilt's oh, old uh, really? Buck Springs Lodge, and you'll be able to see like the old cellar and the part of the old foundation and the spring the spring house the the well house where they got their water is actually still active it's in mountain spring that's crazy yes you know, and that's something that i may here when we finish this segment actually stop it and start re-recording because if you know i'm so intrigued by the vanderbilts like i, I want to know more about the history of this craig is the one who can tell you about the vanderbilts oh, really? Really? craig well, knows more of the history because can. he talks to more of the people that come up here okay. and want he gets to talk to more people than I do. Oh, okay. I know the history about the place. Some of it just by, you know, just doing what I do and yeah. you know, reading up or doing my hikes mm-hmm. or whatever. But Craig actually gets to talk so like okay. so uh the Rambles is uh the rich part of Asheville and it's a, it's oh. where Vanderbilt's friends came to to build their own community because they didn't want to be with, with all society so it's all the higher ups in society it's called the rambles you can ask him about it oh um, yeah well definitely we'll have to get craig on here one day and he'll be able to give us some history about the Vanderbilt. yes he will remember. craig has all the there was a woman he talked to recently who was friends with not the original owners of the inn but the people who took it over from them Wow. Yes, and Vanderbilt's great great grandson is the one who built the first house in the Rambles. Oh my God! And it, Elijah, so Elijah just came back from the bathroom. But so a little bit of an overview, really fast, just to catch you up. The Rambles is the rich part of Asheville, basically. Okay. Correct. Kind of. Yes. But it's, yeah. where it's where the Vanderbilts went to get away from everybody else. Okay. They built houses there to have their their homes away from everybody wow, else. Wow. Okay. So it's it's. It, it, oh, you're from the Rambles. Uh, yeah. Okay. You're you're posh. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. You're posh. <laughs> but but, but Craig can actually tell you more about that than I. Adamarista. <laughs> so we, I play The Sims a lot, and they, you know, when you're playing The Sims, <laughs> they don't say words that are words. But there's language. two, there's two that um, Elijah and his old friend used to say all the time because they would say it's TMR and TMR. Adamarista. So when you said that, that's what we both just with the joke. What is TMR? We, we don't know. No it's just it's I know what TMI is. <laughs> I know what no, TMI is. I know what Tiamo means. It's just their language. So if you're like, it's if you gibberish. play Sims with the volume turned up, they're saying all kinds of things, and those are just two that they caught on. They just say it all the time. TMR. Uh-huh. Tiamarista. So one question before any podcast ends, I want to ask all of our guests. Okay. And you may have no answer for it, which is fine. But I'm just curious. Have you ever had a paranormal experience happen paranormal to you? Paranormal meaning ghostly or aliens. So we could be, you know, talking or about Or anything that is just out of the worldly, that it's normal. Yes. In a restaurant or otherwise? Any- anywhere. Anywhere. Anywhere in life. Yes. Are you comfortable talking about it? Which one? Oh, uh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So, I I don't know. Are, are, is our time going to go over? No, because no, no. Of this? no, you're good. You're good. No, I'll you, make it. It'll be fine. You I'm talk so. to your heart's content about so, this. So, uh, many. I mean, I do believe in the afterlife. I do believe in spirits. I believe in the paranormal. 
um, supernatural, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, so no, um, I was a general manager at a restaurant. I called him the man in the bowler cap, and because he was, so you know, you can be working. You're just you're just going about your daily business, and then you catch. I'm, why is there somebody in my restaurant? The doors are locked. Whoa. And I and and that when I run out to the dining room, not there anymore. Shut up. Um, dun, dun, dun. Exactly. And I've had many experiences like this over different places where I've worked. But in my life in general, um, I've only had one or two encounters. Um, when you just know a presence is there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you can't see it. You just, you know the presence is there. Yeah. And when you start talking to it, there's shit happens. Yeah. You know, um, but no, the man in the bowler cap is one of my favorites. And, I, and, and well, I call him that because it's not necessarily a fedora. It's yeah. more like it's got like a rounded top. It, it's almost ah. like a derby cap, but like, ah, uh, meet the Robinsons, the yeah. guy in the bowler hat. That's exactly what I was yes. thinking. When he said that, that's I was the, thinking meet the Robinsons. That is, exactly. That's the I only thing I know movie. how to describe that. Yes. Uh, the same kind of hat. And, and he actually... He's not the only, now that I think about it, he's, that particular restaurant's the only place I ever saw him. Wow. So was it somebody who was following me or was it just somebody who happened to be like kind of lingering in the the area? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So yes, I have. That's crazy. I have. Yes. That's so cool. Especially like you're working late in a restaurant. I feel like it's more, if you're even somewhat alone or only a few people, I definitely, I feel like. I worked at a gym for a while that I would close down and be midnight and it would be the most eerie feeling because it's like this is big open space and you would just feel like there was a presence there. Yeah. Um, but something that something you said made me think of this. I don't really know why, but I'm just curious to know, have you ever had any experience with sleep paralysis? Yes. You have? Did you have any like demon or any like, like figure? Cause like I've had it twice and I've heard a lot of people say they actually see a demon and one of the times I did, the other time was just like my ceiling. But I'm just, I, I want to hear about that from people. So I'm just curious. My sleep paralysis, uh, it's that, it's that dream where yeah. it's so real. Yeah. And, and I, I believe there's, there's really no medium. I believe that that could possibly be like just an astral realm. It's just an extension of who I am. And I'm actually experiencing this. Oh, yeah. And, um, but when, dream state astral state whatever i'm 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 facing some sort of trauma yeah and then when i wake up that 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 person or that being might still be in front of my eyes or or even not there but the memory is still there that when i do wake up i literally i can't move i am so stricken with fear that i just i can't move i can Mm -hmm. barely breathe i'm just i'm just I just, I want to go back to sleep, but I'm scared to go back to sleep and yeah. I want to move, but I can't move because, well, I'm just, I'm stuck. Oh. And it's, it's just, it's just fear paralysis. Yeah. And yeah. I don't like that feeling. I don't like being paralyzed, but such an independent woman. Yeah. Such a, such a strong, you know, I'll fight through it. I, I don't have a choice. I'm going to get through it. So to wake up in moments like that. Oh man. Oh, it's terrorizing. Oh terrorizing. man. That's the most terrifying things that I've ever experienced. And so I think that he, he's made a point. He wants to ask everybody about their supernatural experiences. But then something you said made me think of seat process. I think I'm going to ask everybody going forward for y'all listening <laughs> about the seat process. Because I'm I so curious. It. Because the one time I had it, 
It was so scary. I was living with my grandma at the time. And I woke up and there was literally somebody holding me down. And, like, and it was, like, this, this black figure. There was no – and I just couldn't move. And then it was, like, I don't even know what I did to actually alert my grandma. But she lived down the – she was sleeping down the hallway. And she, you know, she had had a stroke. So she was, like, she only had one good leg. She kind of dragged the yeah. other one. But she came all the way in there and turned on the light. But it was, like, I was still in the middle of it. And then my grandma was evil to me in my mind. It was just all the craziest – Thing. So and you so you mentioned you know have I ever you asked said uh, demons blah 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 yeah so um, I believe that we all have demons that mm-hmm. follow us I yeah do. I believe you know is that alcohol is called spirits for a reason yeah you know it's good because when you get to a certain point you know you get to that point where you black out yeah and people say dude you just were doing shit that was just not you yeah it was just, you were just what fuck growling yeah. at people but no that's you're blacked out. You don't remember any of that. Yeah. Why don't you remember it? Because that's when the those lesser demons, those lower demons yeah. that surround you daily, yeah. had the opportunity to jump in and because take your yeah. body for enjoyment. You open the yeah. door up just enough for exactly. them to have control. You open the door up just enough for yeah. to let them take control. Yeah. Not in the higher ones, not the ones that can nope. like like fuck up the world. You're right. You know, I'm just saying, just the lesser ones who just want to take a joyride. Yeah. yeah they're just but you, you mentioned really you, you mentioned the demons and such, and yeah. it's like you know, it's in a dream state. I've actually faced mine, and and I remember specifically. I mean, this is a decade ago or more ago. I remember I remember certain dreams. I dream in color as well, wow. which is unusual. Um, oh, is it? Yes, it's very unusual for people to dream in color. Most people dream in black and white. Oh wow! Oh, that's so interesting. I, I dream in color as well, so I guess we're we're on the same. Spectrum. Yeah, facing facing my demons and telling them, looking them dead in the eyes, and in a dream they tell them, "I'm not scared of you anymore." Yeah. You don't scare me anymore. I'm, yeah. I'm I've grown, and you don't scare me anymore. Yeah. And then waking up with that sense of relief. Yeah. Like there's a weight that's been lifted, and you don't know why. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, mind you, it's one of the dreams I remember, but. At the same time, I also remember how I felt when I woke up. Yeah. As it and it was, wasn't the same that you're currently feeling. It wasn't. And yeah. it, it was That's so, crazy. like, lifting. Yeah. Almost. Jeez. Rejuvenating. Yes. That's, That's great. Crazy. I love that. That's so, That's so great. I like to thinking about it now. I remember this was, like, random, but you're saying, you know, that in your dream, saying how you told him I'm not afraid of you. And it just took me back to actually when I had my sleep paralysis, my uncle had always told me growing up, if you're ever in a position, which bless my uncle's heart. I know you're listening to Tay Tay. I love you. And I don't really understand why you ever told me this. But he always was like, there's a ghost around you. There's this and this hurting you. You always say in Jesus, in Jesus's name, I revoke you. And I did that during my sleep paralysis. The only time I did, but I was so terrified. I was like, in Jesus's name, I revoke you. I revoke you. And it went away. It truly, I said it three times. And that's what he said. Say it three times and you're good. Well, and even in the TV show Supernatural, demons are like cringe at uh, the word Cristo. Yeah. It's Latin for Christ. Yes, yeah. I love Supernatural. I didn't even think about that. You're yeah, so, so right. Dean Winchester is my future ex-husband. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Which one did you say? Dean? Not Jensen Ackles. But Dean Winchester. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jensen's alright, but we want the. Yeah, Jensen's alright, but I want Dean. <laughs> <laughs> Sam and Dean both are some great guys, and bless their hearts. It's heart. funny because it had, had a little bit of useless trivia, which I'm full of. Um, Sam, in real life, his name is Jared Padalecki. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. <laughs> Anyways, so he starred in Gilmore Girls. Yes. I had no idea. He was Rory's first boyfriend. 
I'll have Whoa. to rewatch Gilmore Girls now. And ask me what his name was in Gilmore Girls. Jared? Dean. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> what incarnation? Who knew he'd play yes. a character that would grow up yes. to be his brother in the hearts of all little girls? <laughs> yes. That's so great. That's so great. Oh, They've my also gosh. both been in horror movies, and it's what kind of, well... Sam always dies. He's always the sappy one. I love Jared yeah. Padalecki as an air, as an actor. I really do. But he's always the sappy one. Dean's the badass. Yeah. Jensen is the badass. He's the one who's the, who's the crazy one. He uh, did a remake of um, My Bloody Valentine. Oh, nice. Now I don't know. I can't remember if it was late seventies, early eighties. Think early eighties was the original My Bloody Valentine. Scared the shit out of me. <laughs> love that movie. I think Love the horror. remake would have been the one I watched then, so I'm intrigued by the fact that he was in that too. I have to rewatch he, that he's now. The I was a young buck. He's oh, the killer. Really? Yes, Ooh. he's the one. And that's Plot kinda, twist. And that he's been my entire life saving us from the bad guys. Yes. So me he yes. Was and the then in My Bloody Valentine, he is the bad guy. Oh. And it kind of it kind of threw me for a loop because that's that's the movie that made me fall in love with him as an actor really i mean you you've got the actors and actresses that you were just like oh my god this person yeah. is a genius yeah like you know jerry garcia or maynard james keenan mm-hmm. i know you don't know who jerry garcia oh, is maynard james keenan is the front man for uh tool and oh, perfect okay. circle uh, yeah, Jerry Garcia yeah, is the lead the singer for The Grateful Dead. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know nothing. I understand. I don't watch that anything. <laughs> no, no, no. These are, bands. Bands. Everything. are musicians. Oh. Yes. Jerry oh, Garcia, really The Grateful Dead. The Grateful Dead. <laughs> oh. Okay. Oh, I'm with yeah. it. I'm Anyways, with it. moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I love being the oldest person in the room. <laughs> it's not just, I want you to understand now. It has nothing to do with being older or younger. I genuinely have no knowledge of music no not just music tv shows movies i don't watch or it, it's oh, very few things i get into fanatic. i mean so, so, so is elijah and so he's always mad at me he's like well, oh he'll say a line uh, from a movie to a, you ever extent, watch this? to a certain extent okay yeah. so tidbits of trivia because i love i love the movies and the music um tidbits of trivia mariska hargitay do you know who she is Nuh-uh. she <laughs> is olivia on law and order svu oh. that's mariska hargitay okay her mother, Jane Mansfield. Don't know her either. Oh, Jane Mansfield and Marilyn Monroe. Look them up, baby. Oh, okay. Marilyn they were friends. Oh, really? Yes, and Jane Mansfield is Mariska Hargitay's mother. What the hell? So she's up there. Yes. Um, Liza Minnelli, her mother. Really? Judy Garland. What the hell? You know who Judy Garland you know is, your right? People. No, yes. No, I Judy don't. Garland was Dorothy in Wizard of Oz. Yes. Oh, I've never even seen Wizard of Oz. I'm not she, no, she's joking. God, she is no, so much. She's joking for the podcast. She's trying <laughs> to make Kill <laughs> out. You've never seen what? Wizard of Oz? Oh, I think oh I've seen the beginning. And you're watching Lost? You yeah. need to be watching Wizard of Oz. <laughs> the Wizard of Oz is like a Christmas movie. It's at every holiday. It's like there's the Wizard of Oz, there's It's a Wonderful Life. A Christmas story, yes. a Christmas Carol, yes. Die Hard, Die Hard, and why Die Hard is a Christmas movie these days? <laughs> I really don't know. Exactly. Other than it takes place at Christmas. Exactly. That's bless a, the Telltale story. Bless my heart. I've never seen that. We got to catch her up. Bless you, not bless you, sweetheart. Just bless you. But like, and here's the thing, though. Like my family, we didn't grow up watching movies. But if we did watch a movie, it was a random one year. What would there you would say Christmas Friday. movie is? 
We don't watch Christmas movies. We barely so, had Christmas. I'm just joking, but no, we never watched. So we never you don't have anything. a Christmas movie. We that had comes Christmas. It was a Charlie Brown Christmas tree, and the trash was wrapped up. <laughs> we thought we got something. Yeah. <laughs> I got lucky once a week. Once a week, we sat down to watch a new episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh hell and, yeah! And like hell one yeah. Friday every year, maybe or maybe be like around October, uh, Disney Channel would do their like days of movies where they're like 30 days of this you know type of movie i think yeah. it was always like and so we would watch those and that was it and it'd be one friday <laughs> we watched it so that's what i got in movies kind of but we did play lots of board games don't get me twisted we did family things but it wasn't movies or oh, anything I like that i love a card so i got my love a blackjack for my dad oh nice we did lots yes. of monopoly <laughs> oh my god so apparently way back in the day when i was like a baby or my mom was pregnant with me my dad is was so good at games. So good at games. So like nice. Monopoly, you'd roll an eleven. Oh, you're here? You're here now. he he could just move your piece for you. That's like, awesome. Thanks, Dad. I'm really good with numbers that way too. <laughs> um and patterns. But mom got so mad <laughs> because she likes to play. She likes to one, two, three. You know, she likes to figure yeah, out. Yeah, it's a little. You know, she, it's it's a part little of jumpy the game. jump. It's part yeah. of the game. It's figuring out where you're going. You know the little jumps. But no, so dad came. Oh well, you're here. Oh well, you're here. <laughs> and she's like, well, if you want to play, you can play by yourself and clear the whole fucking world <laughs> in one swipe. To this day, my mother refuses to play Monopoly. Oh. To this day. Bless her heart. <laughs> I hate to think that was ruined for her. But I get it because it is fun. It's like the, oh, I'm going to jump and jump and, and jump. And then when and you've jump. got somebody who's, which I just recently found out uh, within the last uh, year or two about my father's childhood. Hmm. So when uh, apparently my father's on the spectrum, he's ADD, ADHD, something of sort. Yeah. It is hereditary. And it does, it, it speaks volumes as to his actions. Yeah. Like my father could count cards. Wow. He didn't try to. He just could. Yeah. And that's one thing I like about sitting at a blackjack table. As long as I'm sitting there by myself, nine times out of ten, I'm going to beat the dealer. Damn. And it's not that I count cards. It's not that I'm that good where I know which cards are going to come up. Yeah. It's just mathematically and statistically speaking, it, it's not that hard if you pay attention. Yeah. But when you throw other people in the mix at the table... And they're all getting cards before you. It kind of fucks that up. Yeah. Yeah. So being so oh, that's, so that's crazy. Yeah. I love blackjack. Love that's gambling. awesome. It's not so much that I love gambling. I like the thrill of the moment. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, and I sure. don't. I don't go to a table. And I like a live dealer. I do. I don't like the machines. I do not like the machines. I prefer a live dealer. Yeah. And when I go to that dealer, it's I'm here to lose money. Let's see how much of my money you can take. <laughs> oh, okay. That's so a good mindset. Yeah, I look at it. Once I'm out of the money that I'm there with, I'm done. Yeah. I, I, I can't make a lifestyle out of it. I can't yeah. because d d d you can't live on the what ifs. Yeah. Yeah, well, what if I had done this? What if I had done that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can't see, live on I the what ifs. The 100%. First, my first times in a casino were actually with, I won't mention any names, but I'll just say a person, so I don't want to give a title to who she was, but she was somebody in my life. And she had taken me to my first casino, but she also got me on drugs. I was I was on oh. drugs for a bit. But she was the me too. person to where my first experience of casinos was going in. You just got paid. You got $300 to your name. She just got a $300 child support paycheck. 
and you go in and you're like at the casino like oh we're gonna win some money and then you spend it all and now you're down to like check your purses sierra sierra do you have any pennies do you have any quarters do you have any yep. coins like come on we're gonna go we're gonna oh you got a dollar we're going up and we're cashing it in for yeah, a dollar see, and i don't want to be that person see I've, and that's I've why that's why people. i'm the way i am i can't yeah. i've met those people i've met those people mm-hmm. i know those people and i i refuse to be one yeah i refuse no. to yep. be one so all i can say at the end of this podcast yeah that we're doing is if somebody offers you an opportunity, don't be a what if. Take it. Yeah. I like that. Don't be, well, what if I had done that? What if I had done this? Yeah. Granted, coming here to Pisgah was was a, a jump. Yeah. Taking that opportunity with your brother was a jump. Yeah. But if you had not have done it 10 years down the road, well, what if I had done that? Yeah. No, 100%. 100%. Exactly. Don't ever be a what if. If you got yeah. an opportunity that falls in your lap, yes, and you're not sure about it, that means you need to take it. Take it, yes. Take it. Take it. I mean, I agree the worst completely. thing that's going to happen, the worst thing that's going to happen, is that you're going to go back to right where you started from. That's exactly I it. I love that. Yeah. And I've and been how, saying that how to how us start. I mean, I'm already here. Yes. I'm already here. Yes. So here I take this chance. The worst that's going to happen is I'm going to come right back to this spot yep. right here. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm pretty cool right with this right here. It's not, not that not bad. bad. It's yeah. not bad. That's what I'm saying. Come on. So, that's exactly it. Thank you guys so much for bringing me on. Thank, thank you, you so much so for much. having this me. This has been so great. This has and been I incredible. I mean, this is, I mean, I could go on and on and on. I know. On. This well, has what, been what I went so to, great. You had so much to share with us that I can't even fathom the things we've learned about. I am, I'm excited to go off record and like talk more with you about the experiences you've had. So, but I also went to, I went with this being said, I want, I think we have enough just two days ago or yesterday. I had a Facebook post that said 86 days until Halloween, which is when we close. So go ahead. November 1st. Okay. We do breakfast service on November 1st. There you go. Then at eleven, they're serving themselves because they're gone. At, 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 at eleven a.m. Yeah, those gates close. Shut up. And it is at that point, nobody beyond this point trespassers will be prosecuted. Wow. Yes. So technically, we close eleven a.m. November first. Wow. Okay. Well, that's good so think know. about that. So that's the date. The like point. Seven days post eighty. Yes. Or whatever you said. And my point is. This is our first podcast, and it was very strong and successful to where I feel confident going to the next ones. I would love nothing more to have Marsha back on say, before yeah, we be end great. this. And, and she would be the grand answer. finale. She started us, and she ended us. <laughs> and we would have some more answers questions. Any honored, questions honestly, that y'all have, we will have them answered again. She's going to be <laughs> back. Leave them in the comments below. Leave them down. <laughs> I, I love this so freaking much. I could keep going forever. This has been an I know, hour it's and 30 minutes <laughs> right now. Hour it's 30. making me sad that it's this as long as it is because I feel like genuinely I do want to. I would 100% keep No, going. we're having our back. It's just for. Yes. I love having that Im- impact on people. I'm yeah. telling I do. you, I, I love having that impact in just a general conversation. It, 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 it's empowering. Yeah. And it's something that I truly need at this point in my life. So thank yeah. you so much for letting me be here. Oh, you're so thank welcome. You. Maybe, yes, maybe in the future we'll have you on as like a third host or take one of our spots. And we'll let you, you know, like, you're, you're great. You're great. The mic loves you. You love the mic. Thanks. I love, love it. You it. know, all phallic devices. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> well, 
has been a blast. Thank you so much. We're so glad to have had you on. And we'll look forward to having you on again because yeah, it's going to happen. It. It's gonna happen. We're doing Thank it. Thank you. Thank you. I look All forward right. to being here in the future. Good deal. Love you, Marcia. We look forward to the next Love time you seeing it. you. See you all in the future. Thanks so much for listening. Tune in next week for an interview with one of our favorite front desk workers, Melanie. In the meantime, if you have any questions about seasonal work or Pisca Inn, send us an email or leave them in a review below, and we'll answer them in a future episode. See y'all next week. <laughs>